Welcome to TV I Say with Ashley Ray, your go-to podcast for discovering what to watch on TV and getting you closer to the TV shows you love. I'm Ashley Ray, a comedian, writer, and former TV critic, and each week my friends, fellow comedians, actors, writers, will drop by to dive into the best TV shows we're all talking about right now. All right, let's get into it. Sona Mufsesian, welcome to TV Club. I am so excited to have you here. Listeners, you know Sona. She's the author of The World's Worst Assistant, co-host of Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, just an amazing, hilarious person. And I am so glad to talk TV with you. How are you doing? I'm good. That was such a nice introduction. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I am so excited to be on this podcast because I love TV so much. <laughs> I want to say you sent one of the longest TV watch lists. So we we are going to have to get into it because you got you have shows on here that I'm like, I didn't think anyone else was watching this. You're watching it. Finally, finally, yeah. I have someone to discuss this with. And Ashley, I have two children, too. So that, you know, if I didn't have kids, that list would be like four times as long. <laughs> I mean, they slowed me down. Then it would be about like the size of my list where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm also watching <laughs> Smothered. I'm revisiting season seven of Botched. Um, oh, my God. I keep seeing that on, on, on Netflix. And I was like, God, I got to go back to Botched. That's a good one. Some of the the new seasons are pretty good and they have a lot of like influencers and Instagram people who you recognize on the show now. So it's a little like, oh, look behind the veil, like goodness. But I mean, it's it's still botched. It's good. yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad I should. I'll definitely revisit it. I miss it. Yeah. They, they're putting it on Netflix for a reason because people don't watch things on Discovery Plus, I think. So, yeah, I didn't even know if it was on. I didn't even know it was on Discovery Plus. Oh yeah, I think it's it's on that, and maybe also Peacock because they have the Bravo shows. I I, I don't yeah. I watch yeah I I mean I watch it live. I'm I'm right there watching oh, you the do. new episodes. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You know what? When uh, so I cut the cord years ago, Ooh. and I worked on a basic cable show, and I had no means of actually watching it on TV. Like when Conan was on TBS, I was like. I guess I'm just not going to watch. I mean, I watched it when we taped it. So I was like, do I really need to do, watch Yeah, do it I really home? need to? I, I worked on an adult swim show, did not have cable, and I started paying for Hulu with live TV just so I could watch the adult swim shows live. <laughs> so, yeah, I think if you work on a show, you should get free access to it. That's that's something we should fight for in three years when it's next contract negotiation. Yes, I agree. I agree. I 100% agree. So we're going to get into some TV news first, because there's some pretty exciting things popping off in the world of television. Tiffany Poli- Poli- Tiffany Pollard. See, here I am messing up last names. Uh, uh, who you know from every reality show currently on House of Villains, which I have been watching and enjoying. It's It's a wild ride if you like reality TV villains. Uh, she recently blew up online because she just tore apart uh, Amarosa, oh. who, who you know from The Apprentice and The White House. Yes. <laughs> she Tiffany. worked at the actual White yes, House. Yes, yes. She worked at the actual White House and <laughs> Tiffany... I. I the, it's, it's like very convoluted how they vote and get people off the show, but Tiffany like just tore Amarosa apart is just like... Does one of her amazing, amazing monologues that's like, uh, you are a horrible person. Uh, when I say I'm like here for everybody black, I don't mean you, Amarosa. Just an amazing. Oh, wow. 
one of those things that I was like, after Omarosa dies, people will remember this speech from from New York. Not, but didn't Omarosa also have that huge fight on the surreal life with Janice Dickinson? Yes, yeah, right. That was Omarosa. That wasn't was Omarosa. It? Absolutely, she gets into some good reality TV beef. Honestly, she's good reality television. I think she knows that. I think she's realized my place is not in politics. It is on VH1 and like Bravo shows. She's great there. I love watching her just argue with other people. Don't need her making political decisions. I agree. I don't either. And I think that if anybody's going to go toe to toe with her, Tiffany seems like the absolute perfect choice. To oh, yeah. strip her down because I think she was I think Janice Dickinson was a little outmatched on this on this real life. But yeah, I would not want to fuck with Tiffany. Yeah, because Janice isn't really a reality show girl like she no. has had reality shows, but she's the star. She's not used to being like on the defense here, like being attacked. You know, she's used to being the judge, the one people listen to. So she had nothing. She she had nothing ready for Omarosa. Oh, New York, no. Tiffany, she. Tears her apart in this like beautiful monologue. Uh, when that happened, I was like, we are going to see Tiffany back on our screens. And then it's just announced uh, that she will be hosting Looking for a Third, a gay dating show uh, that Out.com just announced. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I am so excited. I feel like we are finally getting the gay dating show that we deserve. Looking for a third. So it's couples looking for a third. Let me confirm that. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, I, how, what else could it be? Right. Right. Okay. 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 Yes. Uh, it's set in a modern villa. It will feature one gay couple and one lesbian couple, each surfing, searching for a third partner to add to their relationship among a group of singles. We have gay, we have polyamory. It's I, and we have Tiffany. I think this might be my new favorite reality show. That is right up my alley. That is right up my alley. I love, love those twists on some of the dating shows because they've all been done. They've all been done. They've all been done. So I I always respect a new, fresh look on the dating show. Yeah. And I feel like we haven't had one that really deals with polyamory this way. Yeah. Or open relationships. It's always very like sister wives, brother husbands, like religious, creepy, gross, weird. And this just seems like we might get some genuinely normal queer couples that are just trying to open things up. That's it. Did you? There was a show, I think, on Showtime called Polyamory. And I watched it. I watched it because it was, was it on Showtime? It was on whatever network Gigolos was on. Which I, I think was Showtime. I'm pretty sure it was Showtime. And then they had another show called Polyamory. And it was, for me at least, the first glimpse I got into that lifestyle. And I was fascinated by it. Yes. I think it's just so fascinating. I was obsessed with that show. It came out when I was in college and just just like discovering polyamory, reading about it and was like, is this something I want to do? And it was polyamory <laughs> married and dating. Uh, it was such a ridiculous show. I remember there was one husband on the show I hated so much yes. that I was like, I will dedicate my life to destroying this man. He does oh. not deserve polyamory. He was just so horrible. It's like the two women he was with. I feel like his name was Chris or Christian or something. 
But he was like one of those guys in the show who was like, polyamory is for men because we are just so powerful. We have to date multiple people. So these little ladies in my harem. And I was just like, fight, I kill him. Oh, I think I remember who you're talking about. And I love that you became the gatekeeper for polyamorous relationships after I, watching the show. <laughs> I did. I did. I took that on. I was like, you know what? We need to clean this up. We need to get some better PR out here. We need better relationships. Let, let's find better spokespeople. Look at uh, we we now we got Tahiki Watiti on the team. That's a cool oh, guy. Oh yes, that is uh, that's right. I totally forgot that okay. they were doing that. Yeah, polyamory. Our branding has gotten so much better. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess we there is still. Um, have you watched um couples therapy on Showtime? I have. I've watched uh a couple episodes of it. I can't say I've I watched a lot, but I I did watch. Uh, and it's. I mean, the one that I the the like episodes that I watched, people are shockingly like insightful oh, about themselves. Yeah, I, I was sometimes you're like, why are you even at a therapist? It seems like you have a great way of processing your own issues and past. Yeah. And, yes. then, you, <laughs> and then you run into like the, a husband on the show who's just like, well, I don't speak because why would I ever talk? And she's yes. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, why? I don't understand oh, why God. speaking is necessary for a marriage to work. And Dr. Orna is just like, okay, well, it is. So could you yeah. use your words? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, and Couple also therapy. a pretty, pretty evil poly couple in this new season. If you did watch it, they're so interesting because they're like a Mormon couple that like was intense Mormon. And then she decided she wasn't like about the church anymore. Uh, it was like when a lot of assaults in the Mormon church were coming out and she knew some of the women involved and she was like, I don't want to be a part of this church anymore. Yeah. And she left the church and her husband was still in it and she felt resentment. And so she cheated on him. Uh. And then instead of being like, maybe we just should leave each other. They were like, how about we're just in an open marriage now and I get to, and you sleep with people. But then they realize we don't like this. And oh, no, you like the other guy more than me. Oh. And she also cheated with his friend. And oh. it's, yeah, yeah. Not, we need rules. We need, need rules. rules. That's yes. number one in polyamory. You need rules. Uh, and, and other TV news. Finally, all of the Law and Orders have been announced for their season return after the strike. You know, we haven't had any of the, of the good stuff, the good primetime TV this fall. And yeah. now we're going to have Law and Order, SVU, and Organized Crime all back on January 18th. We did it. I, we did it. We did it. This is what we've been waiting for. This is how I know the world is back into order when my mom is no longer calling me going, how come they keep showing reruns of oh, the Connors? No. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, mom, it's back. Don't worry. It's new. You got live. Everyone's back. Did you ever watch the Chicago series? This? No, like Chicago Med or Chicago Fire or Chi- no, and I don't know the I, other Chicago. Yeah, one. It, I think there's Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, and Chicago PD. Chicago and, PD, yeah, yeah. And so I lived in Chicago when they like when this group of franchises blew up. I have probably four friends on every single one because they just pull people from the streets of Chicago to be in the background and scenes and stuff. That's so I, cool. sh- yeah, I should have watched it to support people that I love who are in those shows, but I don't know anyone in Chicago who actually watches them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Isn't it crazy when you hear about these shows that are massive and then you don't meet anybody else who's watching them? Like 
I'm yeah. I'm I'm one of the many people apparently who's watching Suits on Netflix. Oh and, yeah, everybody did a Suits. And rewatch. someone's like, everyone's doing it, and no one I know is doing it. So I'm like, who's everyone? Who yeah. are these people? And yeah. can I talk to them? Like, right? Is there a group online? And are there parties I'm not invited to? Yeah, ev- apparently everybody's talking about it on on Twitter, and re- everybody's talking about their Suits rewatch. I feel like I started too late. And no one was really talking about it anymore. So now I'm trying to switch very quickly to a Gilmore Girls rewatch so I can still oh. feel relevant. You know, that that's a good fall rewatch. Is it about Gilmore Girls right now? Oh, yeah. Gilmore Girls Did I miss is, the memo? Yeah. Oh, you missed the memo because Thanksgiving week is all about revisiting Gilmore Girls, getting insanely mad at Rory and Lorelai for both being really selfish, actually. Yeah. And then you realize that Paris was the true hero of the show. Yes. Yes. Isn't yeah. it funny? I look back on I, I did a rewatch of Felicity not too long ago. Ooh. And I remember watching it and being like, what did I cringe this much when I watched it the first time? I mean, she goes to New York for a boy. Okay, fine. You can you can hide it. You can hide it under the rug and say that's not it. Not but yet. when she went and then told him she read his personal statement for his college application and then told him that she moved to New York for him. I was like, why did I, why did I think this was fine when I first watched it years ago? Like, this is insane. And then, I'm sorry, I'm going on a Felicity rant now, which is not what I expected because I loved the show. I was team Noel. After I watched it, I was still team Noel. But also, spoiler alert, at the end of the series, she goes to med school anyway in California. And I'm like, what was NYU for? I mean, what I guess was it was M- to yeah. find find herself. Find but- herself. Be like, you know, I think we all have that like New York moment where like, could I survive there? Could I do it? I just want to see I who guess. I am. I guess. I but guess. I also was just kind of like that rewatch. I feel like I waste a lot of time. Are there like holiday shows you like to revisit? Holiday shows no, or movies, shows you yes. like to revisit for the holidays? You know, uh, I, I don't I don't revisit if like specifically for holidays, you know, but I do think that there's some I mean, like the two shows I think that everybody just rewatches constantly, which is The Office and Friends. Oh, yeah. Those are such crowd pleasers. You can have them on in the background and. Everyone will be happy. Everyone's you know, like happy. It, yeah, those are those are the shows that are everyone's happy. I mean, but when I was growing up, we watched a lot of Cheers. Ooh, so yeah. I remember when all the episodes of Cheers were on Hulu. I don't know if they still are. But I, yeah, I don't know. I, um, I feel like there's probably some weird thing where they are on like Paramount or something now. Maybe, I don't know. maybe I don't know. But they were on there, and then, uh, but yeah, unfortunately, like. For the holidays, it's mostly movies for me. I don't really revisit TV shows. Okay, I mm-hmm. I I do the TV shows. I like so you go do back. Gilmore Girls for Gilmore Girls for Thanksgiving. Uh, I like to do The Crown also for Thanksgiving. There's something about The Crown that is so like lush and decadent that yeah. I'm like, all I should be doing is day drinking and watching the show. <laughs> yeah, it's royal succession. It's just like it's eye candy. Yeah. For and, all right, the yeah. opulence, yeah, exactly. Uh, have you been watching the latest season of The Crown? It's the part one of the last season. I haven't started yet. I I finished last season all like when it 
first came out, and then I haven't started this one. It's yeah. a project, and I, I it binge is. it with my husband, so I have to just wait for wait for the schedules schedule to, to line yeah. up. Yeah, I rewatched the last season to remember what happened because even though these are historical things, I should remember. I don't. Right. Uh, so I rewatched, got into this new season, and there's ghosts. I don't know what has the show that I used to watch because it was so realistic and a beautiful depiction of like what is behind the curtain of the royal family uh, now has ghosts. Ghosts. So, ghosts. Ghosts. Yeah. There's okay. there's a ghost Diana. It's it. Uh, I you know I'm watching it and I think it's one of those things where I'm like I'm gonna drink while I watch this. I won't remember a single thing. A week yeah. from now, people will be like, "What? It, what do you remember?" And I'm gonna go. I don't remember anything. I think the last season, it got a little goofy at some parts, too. Yeah. And I, I love that show. I do. I'm, I'm, I'm going to love it no matter what. I mean, people said that about Mrs. Maisel, about how the last yeah. few seasons were getting a little too, like, goofy, I guess. But I still loved it. I watched it till the bitter end. I just <laughs> loved it. I loved Marvelous. I watched the beginning. And then, of course, I... I, doing stand-up comedy, everybody was like, oh, you watched Marvelous Miss Maisel? And I couldn't stand it, so I had to stop watching just because everybody funny. was like, isn't it just like that? And I was like, no, doing stand-up comedy today is not like this woman in the, I don't know, 40s or whatever. I don't know either. I know. It was long, long time ago. <laughs> it was a long time uh, ago. Know? But yeah. no, the, the industry has changed. Not much, but a little bit. You mean people don't arrest you if you're a little vulgar on stage? Yeah, you know, no, you're allowed to swear on stage what? now. Uh, oh women my god! Can even wear pants on stage sometimes, and oh. at some venues. My so god, it, it's oh. pretty wild. But I did jump back in for the last season, and I because I was like, oh, it's ending. I should just like see where these characters end up. And I thought it was sweet. I mean, I don't, I didn't understand a lot because I just jumped back in. But I yeah. thought it was good. It was really sweet. I I do love their friendship. I mean, I think that at the end, it was all about their friendship, which is really sweet. But then, I mean, I I guess it's okay to do spoiler alerts on this show, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like people. Okay, so like her husband's in jail. Joel's in jail. Yeah. And at the end of the show, I mean, is he just in jail forever? That was the vibe I got. It's right. Like, it was just a very like, I'm like I want to celebrate this friendship between these women. <laughs> but Joel is rotting in prison. In pr- what are like, we doing? Are we filing an appeal? Are I we doing know. anything about this? <laughs> we have money. Let's get the best lawyers on this. Come yeah. on. And it oh, did seem man. very like, no, you just that's OK. He, he's there and he's, he's gone. He's good. He's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's in her palatial penthouse and he's yeah. in prison. In prison. And sometimes that is For a happy her. ending. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> a happy ending is the man is in prison and you as a woman get to be free. That's feminism. That's true. That's true. That that works. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes me feel better about the ending. <laughs> <laughs> you did mention friends. That is a good one that I do put on during the holidays cuz you you know, you can just put it on, drink, fall asleep and whatever. Uh with the passing of Matthew Perry, do you feel that it's it's a controversial choice to put on this holiday season? It does kind of. I haven't watched it since he passed, but it is there is there is a sadness now, isn't there? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's I, that's the hard thing. It, there's it's it was like you're going to see your six friends, and now you're like oh, one uh, of you one isn't of you there is, anymore. Isn't there? I did. Uh, I watched the reunion that they did after he died. 
because uh, I hadn't watched the reunion before that because I didn't really care that much. I uh, yeah. watched it after he died and I did sob. I cried. I I was like, this isn't going to get me. I wasn't even that big of a Friends fan. Like my sister was obsessed. So I watched it. And then they show the clip where Rachel comes back and it's like, I got off the plane and I just started sobbing. I was Aww. like, yeah, these were the friends. Uh, they're going to miss you. You remember so where you were when you watched it. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah I still I still remember. I mean, I can't even remember what year it was, but I still remember when Ross and Rachel had their first kiss and uh. how exhilarating that was, you know, and. And I think that especially, you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm a lot older than you. I'm 41. And I think that I was kind of coming up in an era where, like, it was all friends all the time. And it was, oh, yeah. you know, like everybody, all the you know, people were wearing the Rachel haircut. And I remember <laughs> they were on the cover of every magazine like they were just dominating everything. And and so just to like in my lifetime, knowing that that show was so big. And then one of the people on that cast who isn't even an old person yeah. is no longer around. It's, I don't know. It just, it's I so, just, yeah, it's almost, it's, you almost, you almost have like an existential moment where you're like, Oh God, what is life? What are we yeah. doing here? For me, it's just very like, wait, the people I love from shows can die. Wait, no, they, that's yeah. what happened when they're like 98 and like, so, so old. What are you talking about? I know. And I yeah. know. It's, it is amazing. Like I never met him, you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know him personally. I I'm really never sad that he's yeah. I always thought Matthew Perry would have a comeback. I always was like, he is prime for it. He's going to find the right, like, surly, sarcastic old dude role, and he's going to come back to sitcoms. Uh, we were close with Go On, uh, which yeah, I did watch. You did? <laughs> oh, I absolutely watched Go On. I loved it. It was absolutely sad. It was canceled after, like, a mid-season. It was, like... On for a second. It was a second. It was one second. In fact, someone... Okay, do you remember when The Office tried to do a spinoff of The Farm with Dwight? Yes. Yeah, and they had an entire episode that was about Dwight and his family on the farm. And people who watch The Office typically call this the worst episode of The Office ever made because it's not an episode of The Office. It's a backdoor pilot for another show that people hated so much, NBC was like, you know what? We're not going to make this other show. We're not making The Farm. Critics hated yeah. it. Horrible reviews. But it was still the most watched episode of television on that night for people like 18 to 34. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course it and, was. And this is late in The Office's run, but it was the most watched episode. And I had to look. I was like, what else was on that night that everyone would have, like still watch this? And that episode went up against Go On. Oh, and I was like, okay, yeah, no one was watching that. Okay, I understand now why everyone was watching. (laughs) Well, that's an Office versus Friends uh, showdown. Showdown. It is, yeah. But Friends ended so much earlier. Yeah, that like, and it wasn't a spinoff. I mean, do you remember Joey? Oh, I remember Joey. I I tried to watch Joey. I I remember actively because I thought he was so cute. I I mean, come on. I, yeah. I, tr- I tried not as successful as, as like Frasier from Cheers, but no, no. Yeah. And I think that there was what was like there was Joey from Friends, And then they oh, and then remember when Friends went off the air, they put another show on. I think it was called Coupling uh, and it was 
And it was based on a British yes, show. Yes, based on a British show. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, okay, so we're losing six friends, but let's just make another show about six about friends. About six friends. And yeah. <laughs> I and watched, one of them will be gay, and that's the change and that's that the we're twist. making. Now yeah. there's gays in the friend group. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Now, I did now watch we're changing the things up. I watched the original British coupling, uh, fully on illegal streaming sites. I do not know why. I think I was just very like, I'm so indie. I want to watch like the the original coupling. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And it did not work here in America. The show did not last very long. <laughs> Oh my god! You know, speaking of British shows, I remember. Did you ever have you ever heard of that show, Misfits? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And I, in fact, just discovered there's a Misfits channel on Prime Video that is just always playing Misfits. And Get so, out! Get yeah, out! It's always playing Misfits every episode, every just on a loop. And so, like a few days ago, I just put it on while I was doing work and was just like, "Oh, there we go." That's when he fit, realizes he's the guy in the mask, like. Oh, I was obsessed with Misfits. I'm shocked they I haven't done an American loved, version. I'm glad they haven't. Oh, I absolutely. They, they wouldn't be able to, it wouldn't be the same. I mean, I, Misfits was probably one of those shows where I like, I was like, you know what? This looks interesting. I went, I watched it purely off of just like the key art. Like I don't even know anybody else who saw it. And yeah. I felt like I had discovered something so special because I like so special because I like found it myself and I didn't go off someone's recommendation I didn't go off something I read I just found it and I was like I want to watch this and I ended up loving it same I think I found it someone posted a picture in a live journal group and I was like this just looks a little interesting I'm gonna try to find this show and I was obsessed obviously I thought Nathan was the hottest like person in the world uh, yes. was destroyed when he left the show, but Rudy was okay. Who was that? It was something Sheehan. Oh, uh, uh, Robert Sheehan. Who Robert Sheehan. Oh. Yeah, is now in Umbrella Academy playing the exact same character. He yes. is the same character, just like a magic dude who can't die and does drugs. Yes, he is. He is the same, but he, he plays that that character so well. I don't, so well. I don't mind it. I don't mind. Yeah. Typecast him for life. It's all we need because he's yeah. so good at it. He's yeah. so good. Uh, oh, I love him. I love him. So we're let's talk about our, our current modern day watch list. Uh, okay. Although I love all these classics we've discussed. If you're if you're looking for something to watch this holiday season while you're not working, need something to distract your parents from asking what you're doing with your life. Put on misfits. Just go yes. put on put on, you know, Felicity and 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 argue and about that instead. Instead yeah. of yeah, that's how I do it. So uh first show on on my watch list that I need to get into and discuss. Uh and I, I'm not sure if you've watched this, but The Curse on Showtime, uh starring no. Nathan Fielder, uh Ben Safdie, and uh I think it's that Safdie brother. Oh, and Emma Stone? And Emma Stone, yes. Oh, I've heard about this. Is it oh, good? It is incredible. We are three episodes in now, and it is so, so good. Uh, it's about this couple that is cursed to gentrify a neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> and Get it's, out. It's like a parody of, you know, those HGTV renovation shows where the couple is like, we're going to flip this house. But it's them doing this entire neighborhood. Uh, pretty quickly, in order to just shoot B-roll footage, they tell Nathan Fielder's character to buy soda from this little neighborhood girl who's like selling sodas for a dollar. 
And they're like, just, you know, we're recording B-roll. Just like go pretend to buy it and like give her some cash and, you know, so we can get it. And he gives her a hundred dollar bill because it's all he has. And then he goes back up after they're filming and is like, I didn't actually mean to give you the hundred. Like, could I get it back and I'll go get change? And I'll just give you 20. But I and she's, of course, like, no. But he takes the hundred from her. And that's when she's like, you are cursed and puts the curse in motion. Oh, I love that. It's I love I love anything with Nathan Fielder. Oh, yeah. Anything with Nathan Fielder. I am watching. I'm obsessed with him. I consider him my husband in a lot of ways. Oh, OK. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have yeah. been obsessed with Nathan for for a long time. So I am happy to see that with uh, the rehearsal and now the curse, people are seeing sort of more of his genius beyond the Comedy Central yeah. show and the bits. And yeah, I mean, Nathan for you was a stroke of genius. Oh, it was, I yeah. mean, he's a, he's a such genius. a brilliant show. Yeah, he is. He really is. Like his brain works in a very specific, specific way. way that I just like you get it. But I'm just like, how did you get there? And I feel like the curse is so good at finding that same dynamic of this couple that really wants to do good and be seen as good. And then on top of it, you just have Nathan playing maybe one of the meanest characters we've ever seen him play. Like he legit yells at someone and is like very forceful and it's kind of very sexy. And you're like, this is hot. Uh, And then they reveal that a big factor of his character uh, is that he has a micro penis. Oh, Um, (laughs) I love that. Which his wife openly jokes about with his with her family. So everybody is aware of his micro penis situation. Uh, and do you get and to see it? And then on top of that, he's cursed. And on top of that, he's cursed. So he's and double you, cursed. You do get to see the micro penis. Uh, oh, I love a good penis shot. I love a good penis shot. And this one has a <laughs> lot. I will say the internet is furious. There are people who just simply don't want to believe that that's Nathan Fielder's penis. So the the sleuths are out trying to figure out, is that real? Is it a prosthetic? What is going on? I don't think it's real. I think it's a prosthetic for the joke. Yeah. But I don't know. He seems like he has big dick energy to me. Exactly. I think a lot of his humor comes from a place of like, I don't give a fuck. And I think that I don't know. Well, also, his wife's father has a micro penis. So they bond over this that they, they both have the micro penis. So, you know, we all end up marrying our dads, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I I personally think it's it's fake. uh, But, you know, we're going to do a deep dive episode. I think we're going to have to get to the bottom of is this uh, a prosthetic or is it really Nathan's penis? I think it's an important (laughs) discussion. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. But the curse on Showtime, it is just doing so so good it's so funny critics are giving it like 99 percent. by the way if you look at the rotten tomato score <laughs> audiences course. are giving it a 22 percent. with most saying i don't understand what's happening in this show <laughs> shut up are you serious yes people are like i don't understand is this really like nathan and emma or are they acting as characters but it's like a documentary so is this real and i just think wow. as a country we're having a lot of t- we're having a hard time with people understanding satire right now Oh, my God. Well, also, a lot of people are just kind of like, I don't know. If it's not spelled out for them, it's like, what is this? Who yeah. get it? Like, I have to watch it. I don't yeah. have Showtime, so I don't watch. I've always, I've wanted to watch Yellow Jackets, which I think Ugh. is, like, available now yes. somewhere. But 
And that's one so, of the shows so that I missed out on. I know. I and had I to renew. Yeah, I had to renew my Showtime for the curse because as soon as Yellow Jackets ended, I was like, I'm not paying for Showtime anymore. I don't need yeah. this. Yeah, isn't so. that annoying? It's like sometimes I keep streaming services for just one show that yeah. I am looking forward. Just to. Just one. I am keeping Paramount Plus right now because for some reason I can't stop watching the Frasier reboot. So oh, you yeah. might be the only one. I am. I am. <laughs> I am uh, in this this week's episode. Uh, uh, Lilith comes back. So <gasps> shut yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We get shit. it. We finally got to see Lilith. And oh, shit. honestly, it was just as delightful as you would want it to be. It was pretty nice. You know, seeing the two back and forth with the banter, the insults. It was pretty good. Oh, I love that. You know, but I'm watching it and I'm paying the eleven ninety nine a month for the Paramount Plus and Showtime combo. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if but I, I pray happy. for the day I'll be free of it and I can just cancel it as soon as Frasier and the curse are over. <laughs> you pray for the day. <laughs> uh, so what's on your watch list? You sent over such a good watch list of everything you're watching this year. I don't. Do you want to just pick something? You want me to pick something like, oh, you know what? OK, so right now, currently, I am watching just the Great British Baking Show. That's oh, like yeah. the only thing on my list. And it's all I've got. But in terms of this whole year, there was a time when I watched, I finished watching Daisy Jones and the Six, which Absolutely is- Absolutely obsessed with it. I loved, loved, loved it so much. I and love I it. was so excited because that was another show where I like just saw, I mean, we we have Amazon Prime and we watch Prime TV for Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, again, for my kids. And I- like we were watching it and I just saw Daisy Jones and the six like artwork. And I just was like, that looks like it would be cool, you know? And I yeah. kept like seeing it advertised on Amazon prime. So that was another show where I didn't, I went into it completely blind. Didn't know anything about it. Didn't know who was in it. Didn't know like what it was about. And I Same. was so happy. I was, I, it got me, it just like really got me from the beginning. Uh, yes. And then did I you listen to that. the album? I have to yes, ask. Yes, oh, I, I did. It is going to be my number one listen on Spotify. I already know at the end of the year, Spotify is going to be <laughs> no. like, you nerd, your number one band is a fake band. But look, they are yes. nominated for a Grammy. They are? Oh, yeah. Daisy Jones and the Six Aurora got nominated for best uh, album from a visual project. Shut up. I so, had no idea. Daisy Jones oh, and the God. Six could win a Grammy, which would put them at half the number of Grammys that Fleetwood Mac has. No. Fleetwood yeah. Mac only has two Grammys? Yeah, Fleetwood Mac only has two Grammys. And you Daisy Jones it. and the Six, if they get this one, they're half as good as Fleetwood Mac. Oh my God, the poetry in that too, because this right? is the entire book based on, on Fleetwood on Mac? On Fleetwood Mac, yeah. Oh my which God. I had no, I have, I have a friend actually I who read the book and was obsessed with the book. And I was just like, oh, I had no idea this was a book. I just am treating it like it's a real band. And this Me is too. history. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm watching a documentary. Yes. And, you know, that's what it is. Like if, if like Riley Keough, that's yeah, how you pronounce her it. last name. Riley yeah. Keough and Sam Claflin don't, Accept the Grammy in character. I'm gonna Ugh, be very, I will be upset. Very upset. I yeah, because in my head, 
they're together. Yeah. And they're happy and they're making so much good so music. So much good together. music on the reunion tour. And I hope we get a season two, even though I guess that's not in the book or whatever. But they yeah. set it up. I mean, let's see them go on the reunion tour. Let's see the band get back together. It's uh, what everyone wants. It's yes. what we all want. I mean, I was so like, I, I get it. I get why he chose the other girl. What I, I forgot her name, but I oh yeah, Camille or whatever. Camille, Fine. yes. Ah, <laughs> like okay, but I was so just like excited that they had a second chance to be together at the uh, end. But I yeah. wanted more of more. it. I just wanted to see it. It's like that door opens and you're like, and it, there needs to be a whole new episode. And nope, that's the end. That's the yes, end. Uh. yeah. So then I finished watching Daisy Jones and the Six, and then I started watching Beef. Ah, uh, yes. Again, went into it blind, didn't know anything, and I could not. I was so floored by that show. It was so fucking good. I loved Beef. I finished it in like a day because it just pulled yeah. me in so deeply, and the performances are incredible. Oh, my uh, God. I do feel a little bad for the cast, only a little, because the show didn't get as much attention as I think they thought because it was all released at once. So people weren't like kind of doing the weekly conversation. Then it came Mm -hmm. out that the guy who plays the like seedy cousin who's doing all the illegal stuff uh, had said some like really horrible comments in the past and admitted to horrible behaviors. And then they had to like really just focus on that instead of talking about how good the show is and like what it meant. So it just, it all was a mess. And now I feel like people don't even remember it was such a good show this year. I know. That's the thing that bugs. uh, And I don't know if they're going to come out with a second season of that. I think they, they set that up for a second season too. Yeah. Um, I hope they do. I mean, Stephen Yun and Ali Wong just like blew me away. Blew me away. I was just like, I, yeah. Oh my, the final episode with them just tripping in the woods. I was like, I didn't know TV could be like this. Me neither. Me neither. Or even like the episode at the house, the last, the second to the last episode where they're at the house and shit just goes crazy. I was like, what the fuck? What is happening? Oh my God. All of this from Road Rage. This is amazing. (laughs) So, so good. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I I might have to revisit that one because I just watched it so fast that I'm like, I need to sit and really take it in again because it was just, I mean. Also, just one of the hottest casts on TV. Everybody was hot. Oh, my God. It was so good looking. It was such a good looking cast. So, yeah, I watched those back to back. And then I think at that point, I think the new episode of The Bear came out, too. So I remember I watched. I'm pretty sure those were the three things I watched pretty back to back to back. And I all three of them were so good that I remember I was like, whatever, like I. I, I I don't know if anything excites me as much as watching really good, well-made television, yeah. if that makes uh, any sense. Absolutely. I mean, it does here in TV Club. That's what we live for. <laughs> it's it's like a feeling of euphoria. So I remember my mood was just like better after having watched all those things. And people were like, what have you been up to? I'm like, I've been watching TV and it's good stuff. And I am <laughs> so happy. I don't, I'm just so happy that the world exists. I'm glad that these people exist. I'm glad that like people make things like I, yes. I remember I was having such a moment when I watched all those things. Yes. It truly is oh, one of those man. things that makes you go like, I have faith in creativity and people in the world. Wow. Yes. Like we're all yes. just here to inspire each other. TV, I say. 
yeah, those are, I think, the shows of the year that really made me feel that way. Obviously, we also had the Bear, uh, Barry finale. I yes. love the final season of Barry. It got totally overshadowed by Secession, every other yes. show. Yes. But it was so good. Ah, uh. I love it. I love, I love when I'm like, oh, this is going to happen. And then it goes in a completely different direction. And you're like, Bill Hader doesn't give a fuck what Do, I think. Yeah, does not care. He's, you're just like, he's he's throwing the rule book out the window. Out the window. This guy. You're like, oh, we're going to have a time jump, but it's going to do this. And maybe we'll look back and see blah. And it's like, no, we're just going to have a time and we're moving forward. And yes. And now there's a kid and we're doing this. And it's so, so just, I hope that that final season people return to it. Yeah. Just because there was so much TV happening that people, I don't even think, really noticed uh, that that it ended. It, I, yeah, I think you're right, though. I mean, it was right in the same block as Succession. So yeah. everybody was talking about Succession. Rightfully so. I mean, Succession was fucking mind-boggling. But it was still, like, Barry was just this, like, perfect little chestnut, you know? Like, people were sleeping on it. And I remember... The last episode, I was like, it can't end like this. Right. Can it end like this? And, it, and, and then it, it did. It and you're just, oh, oh, my God. It was you're so like, good. What did we do to, to Gene Cousinow? What did we do to this guy? He didn't uh, deserve this. He did not deserve any of it. He is just really the most helpless victim in the whole show. He just decided to teach a guy at an acting class and it ruined his whole life. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, that broke my heart. That broke. But it was also just perfectly funny too because there was this like movie and like the wrong person is the hero and the wrong person is the villain and you're like this is cemented in 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 yeah in history like this history and his own kid is like yep that's my dad the hero and it's like okay well that's probably better than what would have happened if you'd stayed alive so yeah that's true that's true I mean I think at the end it was about that kid and so I don't know, but it was uh, it was incredible. Oh, Barry was so good. Uh, we we did have a request to go over some of the animation domination shows uh, in the in the watch list because people wanted to know if I'm watching Crapopolis uh, on oh. Fox. <laughs> I don't know Crapopolis. If you don't, most people I don't I, I don't think they do. Surprisingly, Fox has already renewed this season for the next three seasons. Three? Three. It got a three-season renewal. Uh, it is Dan Harmon's new show. It comes on after Bob's Burgers, uh, The Simpsons. It's, you know, trying to, I think, fill in for uh, House Broken, which I don't think will be coming back and is an uh, animated show that only I watched yet again. Yeah, I didn't uh, watch it. Yeah, and uh, we're still waiting for, I think, The Great North to come back from its hiatus. So we have Crapopolis. It is about... Gosh, I... I don't even, it's kind of just like The Simpsons, but set in ancient Greece. It, like, it's just a silly, wacky family of, like, gods and demigods and people, like, trying to start the, like, the start of civilization. I look, I, I only think I'm enjoying it because I took ancient Greek and Latin in middle school, like a nerd. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, for me, I'm watching and I'm like, haha, this is so funny. Haha, <laughs> goodness. I understand that reference. Oh, goodness. <laughs> They're talking about Hephaestus. Ever heard of him? And oh, my God. I don't know that the general public is enjoying it in any way. <laughs> so it's on the same, t- like, around the same block as The Simpsons? Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, it's the Simpsons, Bob's Burgers, Crapopolis. Oh, animation down. Yeah, 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 yeah the yeah, animation yeah. nomination and Bob's Burgers killing it this new season. Uh, I saw that you do have Rick and Morty on your watch list. Are yeah, you watching I the current it. season? I haven't watched the current season. I watched up until this season and I love Rick and Morty so much. Me too. And that's all I have to say about it. I mean, it's it's just like... I, I feel like I don't hear about it as much as I used to. Yeah. I don't know if people got like Rick and Morty fatigue or I maybe if they don't yeah. think the seasons are as strong as they used to be. But I I still laugh a lot. I love it. I mean, they just established so much in the dynamics of the characters that I love. Like, um, oh, God, what's the dad's name? Chris Jerry. Parnell's character. Jerry. He's just the fucking funniest. I, oh, yeah part of that show for me. Jerry and they can in make... the last season was one of my favorite arcs of just them having the future Jerry who gets like strong and smart yes. and evil. It's so good. Uh, yeah. I, I have a Rick and Morty tattoo, so I'm right there with you in terms hey! of loving Rick and Morty. <laughs> I mean, talk about like renewing a show for many seasons. Maybe it's yeah. an animation thing. Maybe it's I think like... so, because like, you know, you need more time to to draw or whatever. So I think they... But I mean, Rick and Morty got like a 10 season advance yeah. renewal, which is unheard of. Yeah, it is. It's I, I've never heard of that before in TV ever. Like yeah. I even at the height, the Simpsons didn't get that, you no. know, and the adults one was like, this is really the only show we have left. We got to keep it for 10 years. This new season, it has new voice actors behind Rick and Morty. Since I've Justin, heard. Yes, Justin Roiland was rightfully taken off the show. Uh, they yeah. have new voice actors. I will say the voice actor for New Rick nails it. I There's only a few moments where I'm like, oh, that's different. But mostly he nails it, is doing a great job. The new voice wow. actor for Morty. Uh, he uh. is trying and trying so hard and it's tough to step into someone else's shoes. And I think for most people, they're not going to notice the difference. But I think for some people, you just hear the pitches off. It's just a little higher than it should be. And ah. it just takes me out of it a little bit. But the the new episodes have been so funny. It's such a return to form to like the original seasons of just really focusing on, you know, different adventures that are just yeah. a little more. Uh, episodic and fun and just really hammering in on some good bits. I say, I think this is the best season of Rick and Morty in a, in like the last two to three seasons. It's, it's oh, back. Cool. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited to see it. I did hear about the new voice actors. I am surprised new Rick is good. Yeah. Because that is such a hard It's such a hard to do. Yeah. And so much of it is just like improvised noises and sounds. And yeah. this guy, he really gets it. Which I, you know, some of the writers were like, how can you be shocked? Like, these are two of the most, like, most famous voice, like, characters. And of course, there's a million nerds on Reddit who have been doing Rick voices for years. It oh, wasn't yeah. hard to find someone. But this guy, I think he really finds the rhythm where it's like it almost sounds like the original guy. And it, you can tell he's really studied it. Whereas the new Morty is, I think, trying to find his own thing, trying to do his yeah. own thing, which, uh, you know, fair enough. OK, I, I'm excited to see it. I, yeah. I, I am. I love that show so, so much. Yeah. I mean, then that's another show that just like makes me feel good. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, just knowing it's there makes me feel good. Just makes me feel good. And I, sometimes I like to let the episodes stack up a bit, you know, have yes. like three, four to watch. They are so short. 
So if you're if you're thinking about diving into the new season, do it. It is it's really good. So that that's yeah, that's my animation domination. I'm watching Crapopolis, Bob's Burgers, and Rick and Morty every Sunday night, uh, along with Sister Wives and uh, uh, Evil Lives Here. The Killer Speaks. Oh, yeah. Really? What is that? Ooh, Evil Lives Here. So. Evil Lives Here originally was a show where they interviewed people who lived with murderers, serial killers, uh, and often had no idea they were doing all this violent stuff. And so, yeah, so it's like they married some guy and they're like, he was violent with me and abusive. And I guess there were signs that he was doing some more evil stuff, but I didn't really know. And then one day he got arrested for murdering 80 women. And I was like, what? (laughs) And so that version of the show, pretty interesting. Good stuff. They've now done a new version called Evil Lives Here, The Killer Speaks, where instead of interviewing the people who live with the killer, they go to prison and they talk to the killer. Oh, and boo. We've exactly. Done that. We've done that. And on top of it, guess what? The killers all lie. They all lie. Yeah. Like they they talk to the cops, they interview the victims, and they're like, Yes, he set the house on fire. He did this. And then they interview the killer, and the killer's like, Actually, I saved that little girl from the burning house and I caught on fire and I don't even know what started the fire. And it's like, well, you were because you because you were covered in gasoline and holding a gas tank and you did yes. it. Yes. And, you know, the blood was all over your hands, all your over DNA your hands. And they're just everywhere. like and they're just like, that's inconclusive. And I, and, yeah. you know, I don't I can't really say so and people saw you murder and, and they actually yeah. witnessed you do it. Everyone and saw like, the no, murder they're and they're dumb. just like, no, no, no. I, who could say? I mean, murderers are just so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. What a profound <laughs> statement I just made. I, oh mean, my I God. think it is. Murderers so are just contra- so dumb. So controversial. It really is a very controversial exactly. statement I just made. <laughs> but I think that even like I am so much more fascinated with people who were like, living with people who do these things and you know that they have an idea that something's off yeah but in their head i feel like they justify a lot of the weird things that happen yeah just because they want to continue on with their lives but i i i i don't know i'm hard-pressed to think that when they hear oh he murdered like you know 30 women that they're like I never saw that coming. Or if they're like, oh, that, you know sometimes that they're explains like, a lot. Yeah, sometimes they're like, that does explain a lot. He would come home super late all the time and just go straight to the bathroom. And sometimes I noticed there was blood, but he would just tell me, I cut myself, shut up. <laughs> oh, no. And like, oh, no. Evil Lives Here used to be a holiday watch for me because there's like 10 seasons of it. So I would just like, you put it on. But now it's annoying because who wants to hear the killer speak? Killers are dumb. I don't. Killers are dumb. I'm saying it. Killers are dumb. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. If there's one thing you walk away with today, killers are dumb. (laughs) Just stupid. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us today. That's the watch list. Like, is there anything else you want to make sure that people watch? Oh, guys, there's so much good stuff out there. There really is. I mean, you know, I'm trying to think of a show that not many people watch that I was really excited about. Well, I guess if anything, maybe... You know, Daisy Jones needs needs a second chance. Daisy Jones does need more love. Uh, go watch Daisy Jones and then go listen to Aurora because we're trying to win my band a Grammy. We are yes. trying to win them a Grammy. So please go listen to Aurora. Oh, I don't want people to sleep on Swarm. Oh. That show really fucking, it was awesome. I loved it. Yes. It, it's so dark. It's so insane. It's it's crazy. But um, is it Dominique Fischel? Uh, Dominique Fish. 
Fishback? Fishback. Dominique Fishback. I think that's it. Is so fucking good in that show that I it just like I I I remember watching I need it and her just to being win. like, yeah, it, it. She was so good, and then uh, the last season of Atlanta just really was yeah. awesome too. And and I feel like people were talking about it a lot, and then people stopped talking about it. But yeah, it's still it was the last season was really. And I thought really I I've always said my the last season of Atlanta is incredible and deserves more attention. And I think they lost momentum because they did the Europe season. Yeah. And then the last one. And I think people kind of watched the Europe season and were like, what is happening with this show anymore? I don't get it. And they kind of walked away. And then it's like, no, you have to watch the last season. It brings it all back together. Yeah, it is. It's really great. I also I liked the Europe season. I mean, that 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 episode where he gets high on whatever he gets yeah. high on. It was so bizarre. It's so, so, weird. so bizarre. And it's, then you're just like, Liam so Neeson is here. Yeah, it was so incredible. Again, that's another one I think kind of got lost in the shuffle of the strikes, everything that came out this year, and people yeah. didn't give it the shot it deserved. So, so that's a good one to revisit for the holidays. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some homework listeners real quick. For all mankind is still chugging away on Apple TV. I'm watching it, and you should watch it with me so we can talk about who we think's gonna die. And it's definitely going to be that guy who's like, I'm here on Mars just to be a nice coal miner and to fix things. <laughs> I'm sure they're not introducing him for a depressing death. But <laughs> oh. <laughs> going to start Monarch also on Apple TV, which uh, people have been asking me to watch. And I guess it's about King Kong or something. It's about Godzilla. Not King Kong. Okay. It's about Godzilla, and I guess it's a world where, like, Godzillas and dinosaurs just exist, and humans have, like, gotten used to it. I don't okay. know. I'll be I'll be figuring that one out with you guys. So, <laughs> uh, and then obviously keep watching The Curse, uh, which will have new episodes out every week on Showtime, which, hey, pay for it or don't, illegally stream it. That works, you know, whatever you want to do. Sister Wives is still going if you want to watch Sister Wives with me. Uh, obviously, you know, you still have all your 90 Day Fiance shows to watch. 90 Day Fiance, 90 Day Fiance the other way, and The Family Chantal. So if, if you're doing all those, we're talking about them uh, on the Patreon. I, I, I know everyone doesn't love the 90 Day Fiance universe, but we are still covering it. Uh, and it's getting kind of uh, wild in 90 Day Season 10 because none of these couples like each other. So That's fun. Yeah, love love a good season where every couple should just stay away from each other forever. So yeah, we're enjoying that. If you have any bets on couples you think will stay together, I'd love to hear it because I think every single one of these couples is going to fail. So tweet at me and let me know if you believe any of them are truly in love. (laughs) Uh, That is your homework. That that's what you should watch. Uh, we also you're gonna want to watch uh, the Golden Bachelor uh, finale. He's he's he did his fantasy suite vacation trips. Now we're getting to the last episode. Uh, we are gonna be doing an in depth on the the Golden Bachelor finale uh, with Lacey Mosley. So make sure you watch it because you you don't want that spoiled. You you want to know who the old guy picks to fall in love. It's, come the on, old guy. <laughs> I, I I can never remember the names of any person on the Golden Batch. His name is Gary or Jerry, and okay. all that matters is that he sounds like Kermit the Frog, and this week he finally got laid. All right, Gary Jerry. Good job, Gary Jerry. So there you go. That is so much TV to watch. You got you got your homework. We we've given you so many holiday TV tips. You got like beautiful shows from the year to watch. Uh, anything else? Where, where can the people follow you? 
Me? Yeah. Oh, on, I mean, I guess on Instagram. That's the only one I really check anymore. On Instagram, I'm S-O-N-A, Sona Mov, M-O-V. You don't have to try to spell my last name. So there are, I'm there and you could listen to the podcast, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. I'm uh-huh. on that every Monday and Thursday. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. Listeners, you know, make sure you're caught up on everything we talked about. Uh, And, you know, we also have merch and go to podswag.com and go check out the Patreon and newsletter. Follow me on Twitter. Tell me what you're watching this holiday season because I'll be off work and I'm going to be just getting drunk watching The Crown. So tell me to watch some other things if you want. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back next week with another episode. TV I Say with Ashley Ray is an Earwolf production made by me, Ashley Ray Harris. It's engineered by Abby Aguilar, produced by Anita Flores, executive produced by Amelia Chapelo, and our original theme song is by Rafia. It means so much to me if you go rate, review, subscribe, follow TV I Say. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Share with your golden girls. Tell your boys. If you love my TV recommendations, let everyone you know know. For special TV club members, join my Patreon. 